Welcome to another episode of Fermented Faith, a podcast where we talk about the impact that the gospel has on the everyday things of life. I am Neil Clayton, and I am here with Jordan Bird and Anthony. Anthony Harris. And Barnabas. And, and Barnabas. Barnabas. We are Special on guests. remote here at Clayton Manor, and we have Barnabas, the 90-pound Great Dane, at yes. our feet. Yeah, and he may have something to say later. He's he's walked up to the mic earlier in our, in our pre-show. So it is not a snack bar. This is not a snack. So tonight we are actually doing this late at night, where I tend to flourish. My mind just is alive, firing on all synapses. And tonight we are talking about marijuana, ladies and gentlemen, marijuana, mm. the green herb. Mary Jane, I don't know why. Why I, don't know. I just <laughs> felt compelled to say it was a mistake. We have Tom Petty at the table as well. So the question of I the I feel evening. like I'm going to be condemned for uh, humanizing marijuana now just because I said that. <laughs> I can't believe I'm hearing a pastor say marijuana. I know. Jeez. You know what I mean? I feel like just because I called it a playful name, now people are going to. Pastor Jordan reference. You know how people wanted. freaked out on Jimmy Fallon whenever he messed up uh, Donald Trump's hair? Really? <laughs> yeah, because they, they were like, they, they said he wasn't critical enough. Or they, they, they human, that he humanized him, whatever. He lost ratings. Like, he lost the top spot in late night because he messed up, because he playfully, like, messed up Donald Trump's hair instead of, like, grilling him. Wow. Which is interesting because yeah. it's not a, it's not a, it's a, it's a comedy Late night, you know what I mean? Right. Anyway, but not to get into all that. But yeah, yeah I feel like so. that's what I just did with marijuana, but I called it Mary Jane. So yeah, anyway. So we're comparing our marijuana talk tonight to Donald Trump's oh, hair. So yeah, if you weren't set to be offended by our marijuana conversation, now we've brought up Trump and you are, now I've probably got everybody on their defenses. <laughs> Thank you for pushing clothes at. <laughs> oh boy. So yeah, we're okay. So we're going to dive in. I, None of us were super compelled to have this conversation. However, the nature of our podcast, we felt we like, had to. Yeah, we felt like we were really going to talk about everyday things, right? And what impact does the gospel have on them? What do we do? There's Barnabas. You know, <laughs> what do we do with those things? Then this is a, you know, this is an issue. This is a, a very relevant, very timely issue. So very in your face, absolutely. Issue, yeah. Right so now. our our state made it, our state made it legal. Uh, January 1st, so just a, you know, this is the 19th, 20th, 20th. when we're recording this. And there's a dispensary right down the road from the church. And every time I've driven by it in the last few days, there has been a line around, like outside around the building. In cold weather, in the middle of the day, there's not ceased to be a line. It's like 9 a.m. Yeah. Anytime I've drove by there, there's been a line. So it is absolutely a relevant issue. And I think uh, one that, you know, even though people may have their opinions formed personally and know where there's, you know, whether they're gonna partake or wh- whether, how they feel about it, they they we you know may not know exactly what does the Bible say about that. And I know for me, this has been I've had to ha- I've, I've had to do a lot of research because I didn't I didn't have to previously I didn't really have to have an opinion I didn't mm-hmm. have to have a, a pastorally articulated response because it was illegal. So mm-hmm. it was just easy to say, well, it's illegal, and you're supposed to. Romans 13 says we're supposed to obey the laws of the land. So it's illegal, so you can't do it. 
move on, right? And so mm-hmm. I didn't really have to have a really th- well thought out uh, position on this pastorally. However, so now that it's legal, how is it yeah, different right. from alcohol or tobacco? That's right. So I've had the I've had to research um, lately, and so yeah, so we're jumping in. Um, you know, we may have to revisit and 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 you know come back with with more positions and opinions as as things progress. But we're going to jump in and. and have some conversations, so yeah. And and this is what I love about this this venue that we create. It's it's an ongoing conversation um, because the more we talk about this yeah. off the record and on the record, it's so nuanced. It's yeah. not a black and white issue. Um, there's a lot of gray, and um, once again, like social media, it's a tightrope that you have to you have to navigate and be intentional. And and uh, be careful in how you approach this experience. I think that's a a really good way to put it. Mm-hmm. Is that it is a nuanced conversation. That it's not. It, it's not super easy to just say it's a black and white issue that that one way or another. It, well, so maybe we'll go back to what we introduced last time. Is is as we approach these issues in culture. Our three, our three, you know, responses that we can have is: do we accept it, reject it, or redeem it? So maybe that's a good place to start, right? Uh, and it's not, a, and I don't, and maybe it's a good place to start because it launches us into the complexity of the conversation. Because I don't know that it's that simple to pick one of those wholesale and and say we accept it, reject it, or, or redeem it. Because I think there's some nuances there. Yes. But it's yeah. good to revisit, was it? So if you will go over those three, like you did last week. Okay. Yeah. So accept means it's good. It's there's nothing wrong with it. You know, there's we don't need to have any particular concerns about it as Christians. It's fine as is. Enjoy it. Move on. Uh, reject means we there's really no good use for it. And this could be anything. You know, we 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 applied this to social media last week, and we talked through. But so reject means we, there's there's really no place for that in the life of a Christian. Uh, redeem means uh, it, it needs some guardrails. It needs some intentionality and some some thought put behind it, but that it can be used for the glory of God and for the enjoyment of his people. And so um, that, that's sort of the, the, the three categories that I think are helpful to look at things in the culture. So, yeah, so let's apply that to, to marijuana. Well, hey, you're on a roll with it there, Pastor Jordan. Uh, I don't want to what, preach. What area do you do you fall in of the three? <laughs> I, I think it's. Uh, I, I think it depends a little bit on what you're talking about. So we're we're primarily talking about recreational use, right? But yeah, that's yeah. our that's our conversation because today. that is what's happening in yeah. our world in Illinois right now. So yeah, yeah, I, I think it's it it's interesting the the. The drug itself is is interesting, um, and I don't think you can wholesale reject it because I think the medicinal use is legit, mm-hmm. and I think well worth consideration given – you know, it's interesting because our society – you know, what we've grown up with, it's been illegal for all of our lives, right? Uh, you know, and so that narr- – you know, that plays a role in how we're interpreting this. Whether we like it or not, we're having to sort of interpret things through what we've known. And so it's always been taboo. It's always been illegal. But you have things that are, that are issued for medical use, um, like opioid pain, pain pills, that mm-hmm. are not taboo. However, the impact, the negative 
consequences, the downside, the addictive nature of those things are far greater than marijuana, right? And yeah. so that's interesting. It doesn't mean we just run with it and say it's okay, great, and we throw it in the accept category and move on, but it is interesting. And so I think medicinally, I think it, it uh, uh, there's not a lot of debate. And that, again, that's not the focus of our conversation. I think the majority of Americans and even uh, evangelicals um, at this point are, are okay with the, the medicinal regulated use of marijuana. Um, however, when you, when you roll it into the recreational world, we, we have we have some more excuse me, we have some more conversations to, to have some more details conversations. And so I, I would say, uh, you know, if, I, if I'm not going to bury the lead, I'm going to lean toward the reject. But um, I think that that, again, is going to is not a super black and white area. And, it, and it, it comes with some conversations. So as far as the recreational use, that's where I'm going to land um, pastorally that I, I'm not going to give anybody an endorsement to just go, hey, enjoy you know, enjoy the recreational use of marijuana without any concern. So we'll get in a little bit more why, but that's where I'm going to land. So. All right, cool. Hey, all right. I, I, I like what I heard. How about you, Neil? Thoughts? Oh, so many thoughts. I'm not sure if they're good or bad, but so many thoughts. I, um, I, have, I have a lot of friends and some family that use uh, marijuana for, on, on, for both reasons, recreational and for medicinal so I, I see the benefits and I see some of the, the pitfalls of it. So I I always I've I've approached the idea of using marijuana very cautiously. I was even offered marijuana from a, for medicinal purposes way back in in the late nineties for chemotherapy. Really? Yeah, and I just I turned it down, just thinking, ah, that's one more thing I really don't want to. Let me ask you yeah. something. Did you did you research into it when it was offered to you? Richard? I did not. I did, I did not. It was kind of just an immediate, like, no, that's marijuana. I can't do that. Yeah, okay. because it was kind of under the table. You know, like you're you're having a lot of issues. With so it wasn't from your doctor. It was from my doctor. Oh really? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so right. apparently he had some kind of backing saying, "Hey, this would actually help you." But but you immediately just wrote it off because of that taboo nature of what it was, right? Yeah. Well, this okay. was before yeah. that. I mean, this was back when you said the eighties, late nineties. Okay. So yeah, yeah. And there wasn't. I don't think there was a state in the union that had legalized yeah. it recreationally. Nope. We hadn't had that con- or medicinally. Even oh, at that yeah, point, right? yeah, or medicinal. Yeah. That's what I meant. Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. I mean, the last ten years we've had that conversation. Yeah. Right? yeah. That, yeah. That's been a thing, but at that point it hadn't. So that's right. interesting that yeah. you were offered. So the doc, okay. doc really didn't come out and say he says that I have some other <laughs> ways to help. Help you if you. Is he like winking at you the whole time? <laughs> wink, wink, nudge, nudge. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, nah, that's all right, Doc. I'll, I'll, I'll bear through it. Gotcha. <clears throat> but, um, but you know, like, like you said, we've had that conversation now as a, as a as a country, as 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 a church. I believe a lot of a lot of churches have had that conversation. Have seen. The, uh, the medicinal benefits. And the more I read, the more conversations I have with people, I'm really encouraged that we're just scratching the surface yeah. to see what marijuana can do in place of some of the harsher yep. medicine like you know, opioids and, and things like that. that and maybe, we've seen what that can do. Yes. We're seeing that. That's a, yeah, like, yes. that a horrific impact. Exactly. That, yeah, and that, so, that's, that has changed the landscape of our society, right? That that is no longer, you know, used to heroin was a urban 
street mm-hmm. drug issue, right? Yeah. And now it's it's the uh, it's the neighbor across the road, yeah. right? It's yeah. the it's the working professional. It's it's the soccer mom. Yeah. It's the you know the blue collar worker who got hurt at work. Yeah. You know that they got addicted and the, now they can't get opioids yeah. as a prescription. So yeah. they're. Yeah. Yeah. So we're absolutely in a crisis as far as that goes. And so, yeah, if 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 the medicinal use of, and honestly, I don't know that you know, even if the record, you know, I don't. But if the medicinal use of marijuana can help that contribute Mm -hmm. to to a positive turn of that, then yeah, because while it is addictive, right, marijuana does have addictive tendencies, not nearly as much so as as those drugs, right? right? Not near to the degree, and not near to the impact where there's never. You know, we were talking about this before the show, but there's there's actually there's never been a, a recorded death mm-hmm. overdose of marijuana, right? But right. that's like all the time with those other drugs. So yeah, yeah. So I I wouldn't say I personally would use marijuana on a on a regular basis for recreational purposes. Okay. However, I am more inclined and I'm more open to the idea of using marijuana for medicinal purposes. That I have never had the, um, I've never taken advantage of. So if it can be used to help with my anxiety. So you're a cancer survivor. I don't I know mean, if our people know that. I was so, going to say, does anybody by chance listening not know uh, Neil uh, beat cancer? Yeah, so I, I am a cancer conqueror. I've had some um, long-term um, side effects from that, from the radiation and chemo, more from the actual cancer. And, um, and the, and so I've thought about using marijuana for, like, anxiety purposes more um, and thinking, okay, maybe I don't need Prozac or, you know, some of the other prescription medicine. But now since marijuana is more or less over-the-counter in, in some ways, I can use it to help with my anxiety without having a prescription to use it. Hmm. So I don't know if that makes sense. Okay. So... I don't know if it does either. I don't know why you wouldn't prefer to have a prescription, but that's fine. <laughs> well, prescription-wise, you could have had a prescription. Mm-hmm. Now that it's legalized, you necessarily don't have to go get a prescription. You would be able to just go and get it yourself and try it. Right. And then decide, hey, I want to actually go on the medical way and have a prescribed amount to me. So I, I get what you're saying. But at the end of the day, the the question I'm wanting to hear the answer uh, what was it? Approve, reject, redeem? Accept, reject. Accept, re- okay, yeah. So I think it's definitely redeemable. Okay. No doubt. All right. Yeah. And and again, you're you're talking kind of holistically. Yeah. Yes. You're not talking about recreational specifically. Yeah. And maybe if you are that, but holistically, recreationally, like with a um, some caveats. Caveats. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So. I don't have any plants in the basement right now. <laughs> I was going to say, I, I, I'm scared that someone's going to kick the door in. No, no. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but you know what's funny? Actually, so listening to you just now, I was I was firm in what I was going to say. And now I'm kind of, I think it's a redeemable thing. I really do. With With kind of precautionary things so again i'm not going to sit here and say that recreationally i think after service everybody should go have a joint or bong hit or whatever other ways there are of doing this and then just walk around everyday life and accept it. i think it needs to have barriers um 
one of the things that I've kind of told myself, I feel like it needs to be done in good mind and we need to be diligent with how we're doing it. I honestly am thinking in the way like Neil was just describing, he could honestly try it now legally, recreationally, and see if that did help him. And then he would have the option of going into his doctor and say, hey, you know what? I did try this recreationally. I do think it had a benefit for me. Can I look at medicinal options? Being a guy who the VA, and I'm not trying to bash the VA in any way, but they do like to try every mean possible for soldiers. And recreational marijuana, in my head, I feel like it's going to be a benefit in a lot of ways medically. But so I just, I think it's redeemable, but I, I don't want to sit and say that it's, that I'm approving of it. I, I'm kind of, I'm on a weird teeter totter right now. Cause again, I don't want to say that it's, I approve of it. And I say we should do it because I'm not saying that recreationally completely it should be used, yeah. but I'm saying for the weird caveat of, I want to try it and see if it does help my pain. I want to try it and see if it does help my anxiety. I want to try it and see if it does help me from wanting to be the person who drinks a six pack to, to numb and, and decompress. Like, I don't know. I'm kind of sitting here and I think it's redeemable with the right means and, and the right mind and the person kind of guiding themselves down that road. So that, that's a little bit of what I got on that, I guess, right now. I think I think I'm leaning more towards it's redeemable because of medical purposes, though. Yeah, well, and, and that's what I was going to say. I feel like we're, we're drifting back into that medical world. I know, right? and, and, and to be honest, I don't know. I think those things will just continue to blend. This mm-hmm. is such a new exploration for our society as a whole, right? That, <laughs> that the research and opinions are not fully formed. Right. And right. so what I kind of hear you guys saying, and correct me if I'm wrong, is that in some ways that it, it's it's not a bad thing for it to be destigmatized. Oh yeah, I I completely agree with that. So thing. that its positive effects, particularly in the medical world and, and its use for sufferers of chronic pain and other issues can be explored without the fear of stigma yes. is a good thing, yes. potentially. Is that what you yes. guys are saying? Okay. Yes. Yeah. But as far as blanket use, recreational, hey, just go get stoned because it's not illegal, illegal. anymore. Yeah. Are, are we going there? Well, before we jump into that, let me ask a question. Is it okay to go out and drink with my buddies? Well, that's what I was about to say. It's like, okay, so... You know, I'm I'm using stereotypes and generalizations, but I mean, we don't think twice uh, for you know to invite everybody over. Hey, let's watch the game. Try to open a couple beers and just enjoy the game with some good Miller Lite. And once again, well, you're right. Nobody invites me over to have a Miller Lite because that is disgusting. <laughs> we haven't had our conversation about alcohol yet, yes. so people well, we're going to slowly kind of talk about. We're tipping our hand a yes. little bit. Um, in, in that same mindset, though, I mean, you know, using stereotypes once again, um, is it is it is it the same to uh, ask everybody, hey, come on over, and um, we'll grab a couple of joints and we'll enjoy the new album that. Um, 
Honestly, I think you went total stereotypical with it because you mentioned tied marijuana to music and beer and alcohol to sports. sports. So, okay, yeah. So, yeah. So, the the stigmatism, okay, if you are recreation, I can't even say, if you are smoking marijuana with your buddies, is there tie dye shirts and peace signs (laughs) or gangster rap and all these crazy things in the same room as you? Or can you be. John and Jane just hanging. Well, we can't Jane. be Jane because it's Mary. So, I mean, I got to know how to even use it. Can you just casually do that? Whereas in society today, we accept, oh, yeah, you can crack a, a cold one and drink with your buddy if you stay in the right mind and you stay in control of yourself and you don't abuse it. Where do we sit on this with marijuana and a okay. recreational use? All right. So I'll speak to that. So <laughs> I, just, I, I, I think this is where. So, okay. You know, again, this is a nuanced conversation, and, and, and here's the deal. The Bible doesn't explicitly address marijuana, right? It doesn't say it's good or bad. It doesn't, it doesn't have the word in there, just like it doesn't explicitly address abortion, right, or nuclear warfare, right? It doesn't say those words in the Bible. However, there's plenty of guiding principles, right, uh, around those issues that, that let us know very clearly where God stands. Yes. On those things, right? Yeah. So, so you're not putting marijuana in the same box as nuclear warfare. But again, <laughs> well, only in the sense that the Bible doesn't explicitly say. I mean, we don't we don't recreationally do nuclear warfare. I mean, some people would think in this day and age we consider that. But. Fair enough. But okay, so you, but you know what I yes. what I so. However, and I think what you said is is where a lot of people go in this conversation is how is it different than alcohol? Yes, uh, and that's honestly been a lot of the conversation with the regulation of it, you know, and I, um, and again, there's plenty of conversation to be had as far as the societal impact and governmental control and all of those things. And, and we all have opinions on that, but the point of our, you know, the objective of our conversation is really, is it a sin for Christians to recreationally partake of, of marijuana? And I think the most common thing is to connect it to alcohol because the Bible does explicitly talk about alcohol a good bit, a decent bit. Um, and, well, I mean, he turned water into wine. He did. So that's a good thing, right? It was grape juice, though. <laughs> no, um, my Baptist brothers. <laughs> right? It's grape juice. Um, well, and, the, and the wine of that day was not very <laughs> alcoholic. It wasn't very fermented? No. It was very low, like, um, Got, like concentrate. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. None of that line. Like, I don't know how people read John 2 with any integrity and come out with that, but okay. That's a, that is our alcohol conversation. We will have that. But um, Sorry. No, it's okay. It, 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 we're going to get into it because it, it's, it's closely related, and it, it's sort of the principle that we're going to have to, I think, connect dots to on this conversation. And, and so I think, I think what, um, you know, the Bible does not condemn the use of alcohol in moderation, but it does condemn drunkenness. <laughs> Right, gotcha. consistently, you know. So you have everything from Psalm one hundred four, uh, <coughs> saying that God made wine to gladden the heart of men. Right, so it's, it's right there saying it's a gift. However, you have lots of proverbs saying, "Hey, <laughs> to be addicted to it, to be a drunkard, to, to drink a lot of it, that's a bad idea. It's not your life's not going to go well." There's a time when Noah got drunk and yeah. Things got messy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and then the, the same truths are echoed in the New Testament quite regularly. Um, that, you know, for, if everything from elders should not be addicted to much wine to, you know, to just drunkenness thrown in a junk drawer 
list of sins, yeah. right? And so, so that, so that's sort of where the Bible lands on alcohol. And so, what the Bible does, and honestly, what our government laws do, is is sort of give this uh, acknowledgement that there's a degree of there's degrees of effects that alcohol has on our body, right? Mm-hmm. That 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 you can enjoy some alcohol without becoming intoxicated. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and, and that again, the Bible and our, you know, law of the land give sort of that acknowledgement that there's a, there's a point whenever you become intoxicated and that's where it's an issue. That's where you can't drive. That's where you can't, you know, do certain things in public. And that's where the Bible says you have crossed into sin. And, and, and to kind of touch what you're saying, like the Bible says, obey the, the law of the land. But it doesn't say that we have to in any way, shape, or form partake in anything that there is a law against or about, right? So I'm saying just because it's legal doesn't mean you should, you have to partake in it. Right. Just throwing that out. Yeah. Yeah, so I think we should just say, we, maybe we should have said this earlier, like, it's it became illegal. It, it became legal in Illinois in, on January 1. If you listen to this in another state and it's still <laughs> yeah. illegal, then for you it's a sin it's very clearly yeah. without any debate, right? And so we <laughs> could just move on, like close that one, because the Bible says you should obey the law of the land unless it unless unless the law of the land is conflicting with something, you know, with sharing the gospel or or those sorts of things. Now so, that's a brain teaser. Oh, see, and let me throw it's you for sin, another sin being geographical. <laughs> Let that's me throw for another that, though. That's the federal law still calls marijuana you yeah. see legal. So let's just not get too far into this because yeah. it turns into. So I'm. So maybe right. we don't need to have this conversation. Can I just go back to that easy out and say it's still illegal? <laughs> <laughs> the federal courts still see it as illegal. In this the eyes of DJT, it's a sin, but in the eyes of JB, it's not. That's. <laughs> That's very true. It took me a minute. Okay. All right. Yeah. There you have it. How is it in our conversation about marijuana that Trump has came up twice? (laughs) (laughs) Deep down, we're really pushing the political part that we said we wouldn't go to. Uh, But um, yeah. So my my big thing is again. So one of the things I've been asked before, recently, is oh well, Anthony, I see that the Bible references alcohol. And it references marijuana, and I was like, "What Bible are you reading?" <laughs> because I've not, I've not came across that part where marijuana is referenced. And they're like, "Well, don't you, don't you know Genesis?" And I'm like, "Not by heart." Uh, yeah, I'm going. Oh yeah, because I memorized that my day one in the faith. Um, and the, the the scripture that gets brought up to me all the time is um, Genesis one twenty nine, and God said, "Behold, I have given you every plant yielding seed." That is on the face of all the earth and every tree with seed in its fruit, you shall have them for food. And so this has been the scripture that that's I have the proof heard. text that we're using here. Yeah. Yeah. That's the, I think that's ESV version. Uh-huh. But um, <laughs> that is something that I've literally had at least three to, I think it's been three or four people have actually referenced, well, it says, you know, anything that bears seed and it's good for us and we should use it and take part in it. And so that's okay. Right, Anthony. And, and I'm literally going, oh, I don't know. I'm waiting to hear from my, my head pastor actually, whether or not I should tell you this. <laughs> yeah. well, so go ahead. recreationally, I have people talking to me, Jordan, where they're like, well, Oh, Hey, first of all, that's a curious passage because right? that's going, I mean, you're so, so you're saying it's okay for food and I understand there's edibles. I get right? that. And that's my, I made that comment. I'm like, 
Well, are you eating it or are yeah. you smoking it? <laughs> However, yeah. So, yeah, it, it, I understand there's edibles, but you're kind of excluding the primary way in which marijuana is suggested, which is smoking, because it does. It says it, it clearly says you shall have them for their food. So marijuana is a seed-bearing plant, and yes, it, it yes, it can fall under that category of Genesis 129. However, it, it's talking about food very clearly, right there. Um, and so, okay, so say someone decides they're going to add marijuana to their brownies for flavor. We are no longer going to allow brownies at any church bake sales. Someone say brownies? <laughs> you have some? Uh, so, okay, yeah, so you just got to be intellectually honest here. Are you just uh-huh. trying to find a, a, a verse to, to back up what you believe, what you want to believe, or are you actually believing that that has an impact on this conversation? And, and I would say, okay, if you're actually, you know, if you're adding it for flavor or for nutritional value, then that's, okay, sure. But are you? And and usually not. And so, you know, uh, presumably nobody's adding that to, to brownies just for the flavor. The reason to add it is for the, the benefits that it has on the senses and, you know, yeah, that sort of thing. So I, I would say that's a stretch to apply that there. And I think uh, back to the, the alcohol, again, so the Bible does condemn drunkenness, but not, um, you know, alcohol in moderation. So the question then becomes for marijuana, can you partake of marijuana in uh, in moderation to the effect that you're not in spirits, you're not experiencing intoxication? Because I think we can all agree that the Bible condemns intoxication. Mm-hmm. At least that's where we're going to, you know, was he washing his hands? <laughs> I don't we don't know, know what, what he's, he's doing. doing. Neil got up and left. <laughs> Neil um, left us. It was too much anymore. He couldn't take it. So, yeah, so the Bible... Doesn't does condemn intoxication? So the question then becomes: Can you? So with alcohol, you can have a drink, right? I can have wine with dinner, and mm-hmm. that does not lead. That does not mean I'm intoxicated. However, so can I partake of of, of marijuana without becoming intoxicated? And, stone becoming high. high. Yeah. yeah, and that's the question. I th- that's where I'm going to land. That that's where I feel like the Bible does give us some some. Um, some grounds to run. So is can can marijuana itself be redeemed and used? Did God give it for the good of, of mankind? I, I think so. And I I would lean toward, though, however, it's going to be in that, that world of medicine and, and those sorts of things that are that are that are good. So uh, or however, we get back into this world. Can we do it for recreational use? And, and I think the question we need to answer is, can we honestly partake of that? And I don't and I'll be honest, I don't have experience here. I've never smoked marijuana. I've never just marijuana. So I don't have an opinion. Or I don't have an experiential, uh, you know, statement and opinion to be had because I've not done that. However, the research that I've that I've that I've done and the conversations I've had with people is that, uh, you know, that there is while there, it's going to affect different people to varying degrees, like alcohol, like alcohol, absolutely. And I think Pastor Tim Keller says it's not about because alcohol again is going to affect different people at different rates right depending mm-hmm. on body size and whether you've had dinner that night and or before you drank and all, all sorts of things however it's not about how much you've had it's about when does the alcohol begin to have you is the way he puts mm. it when do you lose control of your your uh your your capacities and, and those sorts of things and and your mind and and your judgments and and that is the place where you've crossed the line into sin and so can does that same sort of scale exist with marijuana from what i've been told not really. You're either stoned or not. Uh, however, again, I don't, I don't have that experiential. I, I'm sort of I'm going off of re- research and 
and having conversations with people. So. I thought he was going to say going <laughs> reefer. off reefer. I did too. <laughs> so let's let's ask this real quick, listeners and those around the table right now. Show of hands. No one has to say anything out loud. Have you ever smoked marijuana? Show of hands. <laughs> all right. So we all are now aware who has and who hasn't. I am going to. No, we're not because they can't see that you raised your hand. Uh, that was okay. Thanks, thanks. I appreciate that. Just throw me out we there. Don't like have that. video on this. All my credit just went down the drain. So, um, yeah. So, uh, I mean, I want to speak to that. I'm not going to lie. I mean, back in the day, I did have a marijuana cigarette a time or two. <laughs> cigarette. I say that I that like way. I, I'm trying to bring the stigma up a little bit, I guess. Make sure people don't like I'm gonna walk into church, I'm just gonna get hugged and told <laughs> we're praying for we you, Anthony, praying for in you. your sinful ways. Yeah. Um but we're gonna pray for you to those tattoos disappear. Yeah, right. Right. So, so those tattoos. Did the marijuana lead to the tattoos? Or oh the my tattoos gosh, lead was, to the marijuana? Was marijuana my gateway <laughs> into just my broken life? Like, no. So I mean, as someone speaking on, I mean I can't even remember. <laughs> what start that That's not a good indication. <laughs> it's been a long time, is what I'm trying to say. I can't even remember the last time I actually did it because it's been so long ago. But I'm kind of one of those people when I try and think back on it. I'm going to be honest. I'm, I was I was happy. I was in a good mood. I know that. I recall that. Um, <laughs> the munchy thing. I will attest that this is a legit thing. But. I almost feel as if, you know, a lot of people, the science is out there, you know, recreationally, as soon as you take one hit, you're high and you get higher or not, or versus you drink a beer, it takes so many to make you into that state. I I can't honestly sit and say that everyone's the same because, again, on a molecular level, everybody's body does things differently. I feel as though back when... I partaked in it, and again, I'm going to be honest, I partaked in it when it was illegal. I've not done it since it's been legal. Um, and you've not, I mean, you've not done it. You, you, I mean, we were supposed to tell your story tonight. We'll do that on the next episode. We didn't want you to be tied to, we didn't want to tell your story for the sake of. For the sake that I tried marijuana yeah. and we're talking about marijuana. So we'll have you introduce yourself <laughs> a little, uh, on, a, on a later episode. We'll get to know However, I mean, part of your story is, I mean, you've been saved three years. I mean, function. I mean, you kind of kind of had a knowledge of God, but like you're... Yeah, you're, three, three and a half, three. Your journey of following Jesus, giving your life to Jesus really started. Yeah. Three I mean, years ago. I gave so, my so. life to Christ earlier in life, but I also straight away and yeah. marijuana could have been maybe the starter of that and the crowd we're getting with. Who knows? Hmm. I'm getting this very deep look from you right now. Um, but no, yeah. So speaking on it, it's one of those, I think back on it, you know, I had a good time when I did it. I feel as though I stayed out of more trouble and didn't do as bad of things as when I partaked in drinking. Mm-hmm. But yet I have also heard some people say, Oh no, I was way more in control when I drank and I did this and that. Um, and then again, maybe I'm telling my bad side story where it's like, okay, I didn't control myself because I wasn't trying to stay in control of myself. Yeah. When I was drinking, I had, a sight in mind of what I wanted to yeah. get to. Yeah. And yeah. And when you said that earlier, can you go out, you know, you, we can go out with our buddies and drink. Well, I'm like, well, define that. Yeah. Because I think that is a lot of the conversation that we'll have when we have the alcohol, com- you know, talk on this podcast is that in our area in particular, uh, because it's Bible belt, because it's condemned a lot of circles, the people who do drink oftentimes, especially growing up, they're get, they're drinking to get drunk. Like that is their objective. So yeah. they are drinking, Whatever alcohol they prefer to get them there the fastest. They're not enjoying a drink socially. They're not, you know, they're not just enjoying, you know, drink in moderation. They're drinking to get drunk. 
And so, yeah, so, so this kind of goes back to another question on, on the, because there's plenty of gifts. We, we referenced Psalm 104 earlier that alcohol is a gift from God. There's plenty of gifts that God have, has given us that can be um, abused, right? Such as? Money, influence, slash power, right? Sex. Power. All of those things are things that God has, has given us as gifts that are good. However, they can be abused and turned into really negative things that have really negative impacts, hmm. right? Moderation, moderation, moderation. And so I think alcohol fits into that. Um, does marijuana? And that's the question. Does marijuana? Hmm. Yeah, yeah. And so is, is that is that one of those things that... So the abuse of alcohol certainly has more negative effects, uh, potentially. I, it's it's more addictive. The abuse of alcohol is, is more addictive. It, it you know certainly pe- the effects on your liver, those sorts of things are pretty clear and scientifically proven. Uh, it, some of that is not as clear for marijuana. I, I think it. I think it. Most would say it has addictive tendencies, but as far as you put it up against, uh, even. You certainly put it up against the opioids and those things. It's not as addictive. And even alcohol, I don't think. However, that's not really where we're going to go for our, our principle of sin or not sin. It's what, what does the Bible say as, uh, as far as intoxication? And I think we're back to that. Okay. Can you partake without becoming intoxicated? And, you know, the definition of intoxicated would be, you know, where you're, you're no longer having clarity of mind, you're no longer in, in your judgment and seeing reality and, and those sorts of things. And and so that's where it, it seems as though marijuana is, is vastly different. And, and again, part of this conversation is I've learned a lot about marijuana in the last few years. I didn't know the difference between marijuana and hemp, to be honest. I thought hemp was a part of the marijuana plant and not a totally different plant. And I've learned that. Hmm. Um, and so, and CBD has become a, a, a household thing, mm-hmm. right? And so those are, those are from different derivatives of the cannabis plant. Um, and so when you're talking medicinally, a lot of the medicinal purposes come from the CBD side of, uh, of the deal. And then the, 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 the part of the plant, the drug that has the psychoactive effects is the THC, right? And so some medicinal marijuana certainly has THC that's sort of going to allow you to have a euphoric state to escape your pain and and those sorts of things while there's other effects that the drug is doing. However, some of the, you know, the the, the primary medicinal effects, we can hear you stroking your goatee over there. (laughs) I started laughing because I was like, what is that? Yeah. Sorry. It's okay. Good mic. So... What you're talking about right now, I I like throwing, I I feel like it's nice every once in a while to have a couple numbers to throw out there, tying into the topic we're talking about. Now, this isn't going to sit and say, hey, recreationally, you should do it. But I do like to leave some of our listeners with just something to think about. So earlier, before we actually started recording, I had mentioned um, an article I read, uh, Science Alert, check it out if you'd like. It's got some pretty good stuff, and they're backed by strong resources and actual factual things. Um, 30,722 Americans died from alcohol-induced causes in 2014. You referenced earlier there have been zero documented deaths from marijuana use alone. Now, I'm not saying that there hasn't been deaths where somebody maybe tested positive with marijuana in their system, but documented deaths from marijuana use alone, zero. 
Um, one of the other things I want to throw out there, <clears throat> both are actually drugs that can alter your surroundings. Mm-hmm. Like it, it takes control of you. So it, it can have alcohol is actually strongly linked with several types of cancer where marijuana is not, not saying that it doesn't have some sort of tie into a disease or anything like that. Both drugs may be linked with risks while driving. Studies have shown with FDA, CDC, um, abuse. I can't think of the other, the other, the American Journal of Addiction. There we go. Both drugs may be linked with risk while driving, but alcohol has been proven to be worse. Um, one of the big things that I kind of look at and I try and talk to people when they ask me, oh, is it okay that I start doing that now? Or, you know, I do drink. I'm going to quit drinking because I just want to recreationally smoke pot, which is how I, everybody I hear is it's pot, not weed or marijuana. Everybody <laughs> around here that have asked me is like, oh, I can smoke pot now, Anthony. Isn't that okay? Is that just a regional term, though? Like I have Coke, no idea. pop, and soda. and See, I thought pop. So, okay, when I moved down here from up north, I always said pop. But I got told, no, we're yeah. not going to give you marijuana. And so I was just kind of confused. I was like, pop with what? Pop? P-O-P? Pop? P-O-P? You know, O-P-P? No, anyway. Yeah. I, um, I mean, sure. Whatever. <laughs> sorry. Um, trying to use fun fact for you guys, though. Technical as I, term, marijuana. Marijuana, right? MJ. <laughs> um, no. No, marijuana. sorry. Marijuana. But fun fact, as I couldn't recall my last time I did it, because it's been so long ago, both drugs ne- negatively impact your memory. In different ways. So, apparently I've had too much to drink and too much to smoke in my lifetime that I cannot recall the last time I did. But, anyway, I just wanted to share some But the effects like are different. And, the effects and, are different. And they last differently. Yeah. Right? And so alcohol is pretty acute, right? It's pretty quick. Yes. Um, you know, obviously if you keep drinking, it's going to keep lasting. But realistically, once you stop, you know, like an hour or so, I think is the research. But whereas the THC, the, the active... You know, mind altering mm-hmm. part of marijuana can last three to five days, you know? Wow. So even if you're saying somebody's using on the weekend and then going to work, like the, those impacts are, are, are still residual in, in, in ways that I'm not sure are super clear. Again, the research is not there because it's been illegal. Yeah. There's not been a yeah. ton of research that's, that's, that's happened on that. But yeah, so I, I didn't mean to derail. I just wanted to throw out some numbers. And then the last thing I kind of <laughs> want to add to this conversation, since we're talking about recreational use, am I incorrect in understanding that employers can no longer actually test you for this? Certain employers can't. I've kind of read a little mix and match on that. And my thing is, if it's okay with recreational use, you can't, for pre-employment purposes, screen me if I drink alcohol, right? Because I'm allowed to. It's legal. So can somebody get hired now off the street being a recreational pot smoker or marijuana smoker? And anybody actually know the answer to that? That's a great question. I do not know that answer. I, I know that it's it's complicated, especially with those that it's have uh, employees that are going to be operating machinery. Yes. Okay. Um, whether that even if that's just driving a truck, uh, a regular you know pickup on the job. Um, they're they're not allowed to do that on the job. They're not allowed to be yeah. under the influence on the job. However, the testing part, I'm not sure that's clear. I don't have the answer to that. Sure the biggest just, thing I'm being told is like, hey, Anthony, a lot of people are looking at the legalization of marijuana now, recreational use and things like that, is viewed exactly as alcohol. 
the laws kind of follows very similar. You can be pulled over now driving under the influence if some reason that you look impaired, this and that. So I, I just wanted to bring that up a little bit again, just to kind of stir thoughts and get people thinking recreational use has such a big effect that it's not just whether you can start doing it or not, but it's also even affecting employment means <laughs> and things like that. So sorry. Yeah. No, I've heard, in. I've heard you guys were wrapping up some really good stuff. So I wanted to make sure I threw that out. I mean, I've heard from business owners. That's the thing. Like they're, they're trying to figure out and cops, like how do you, uh, you know, I think they're coming out with a way to test your level of influence. Right. I don't, but, but again, that, those are all things that I'm not, I'm not an expert on this. I, I really, the only thing I, I really feel like I can't speak to is, is the biblical aspect, which is the point of our conversation. So we'll, yeah, we'll just exactly stay there. Right. But because there are, there's lots of societal impacts and, and things to have opinions on that are pretty fascinating and I enjoy talking about. But it, let, let's, 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 let's try to anchor ourselves back to the, to the primary question at hand. Is it a sin for Christians to recreationally use marijuana? And so I think the, the emphasis of the scripture is, Again, I think it's always important to remember, too, that God's not trying to steal from us, Mm. right? I say that a lot at church, but I think it's just important to remind Mm. ourselves that when God gives commands, it's for our good. It's for our enjoyment. Like, he created earth as a gift, as to be enjoyed. Our sin is what's brought into brokenness. And so when he gives guidelines on how to live life, it's never to try to take from us, right? And so he doesn't get any pleasure out of just making us obey an arbitrary law and, and, you know, making us abstain from a, a drug that is fun, you know, just be, so we're obeying him. That's never his heart. His heart is always to lead us to life. Always, period. And so I do believe that the, the inclination of Scripture, the influence of Scripture is towards a sober mind. Right. Um, well, and, and again, that's that's where I'm 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 leaning toward and relying on the research of like yes, you can have a drink without being drunk, but I don't know that you can partake of marijuana without being stoned. And so I, I think that's that's the line of uh, I think both of those things I, what I classify as intoxication, and that's where the Bible would 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 condemn it. And so even if you want to make this argument and get into super technicalities and say that the Bible doesn't condemn it and you can make the argument that it's quote-unquote permissible, you know, Paul addresses uh, a couple different churches and say, okay, even though it's permissible, is it beneficial? There you go. Right? And, yeah, I, that's, I think that's the mindset everyone needs to start thinking in. And the fact of we have it, it's legal, is it needed? Do you need it? Do you have a true purpose and reason to partake in this? Pastor Jordan, summon it up. Listen to it. And I think that's the important part. I mean, one of you asked me earlier, like, would we would we give pause to an elder candidate that is regularly using marijuana? And I said, absolutely, yes. You know, and and the the thing that made me answer it really quickly is that you said regular, but even even uh, you know, occasional or you know sporadic use would certainly give us enough pause to, and, and, and so even with our members, like, are we going to pursue, are we really going to be calling those members out in sin and, and, you know, uh, progressive discipline and, and, you know, calling them to repent if they're, you know, we're going to want to have conversations with somebody that's regularly using that. Like what's going on there? What is, what is the motivation behind that? What do you, you know, what, what are you seeking in that? And so again, I don't think it's, Excuse me, I don't think it's that God wants a, a less than life for you. I would just say that if you're seeking this euphoric 
experience or an escape from reality or, or fill in the blank that, that man, God calls us to, the, like the Holy Spirit to, is, is there to enliven us to the fullness of life, right? In fact, in Ephesians, Paul says, like, don't get drunk on wine, but he quickly follows that up to be, be drunk in the Spirit, right? Be influenced by the Spirit to the, to the point that, that that's actually better, Right, that that's enlivening our senses, enlivening our reality beyond what a high can. Right, mm-hmm. um, and I'm not just making that stretch. He ties that to alcohol in that in that sense, and so he's tying that to an influence of a of a drug. And I think the other point I would make is, you know, one of the fruits of the spirit is self control. You know, and so if you're being influenced by the spirit, like Paul says, don't get drunk on wine. Instead, be, you know, be influenced by the spirit. Be drunk in the spirit. If you're if you're influenced by the by the Holy Spirit, one of the things that that's going to result in is self control. And so, can we honestly say that that's true of of uh, of marijuana? And, and I think that's that's questions you have to answer, you have to ask yourself if you're coming at this with an agenda to where you're really eager to justify. The, the recreational use of marijuana, then you're going to take Bible verses and apply them in a way that proofs your point. Yeah, exactly. right? And one of the biggest things that we say at our church is we, if you are trying to dictate what Scripture is saying without letting Scripture actually... Interpret dictate, Scripture. In, in, yeah. yeah, exactly, interpret it. There's an issue. And I feel like right now that with how new of a thing this is, and it's not a new thing, people smoking marijuana and doing it recreationally is not a new thing, but doing it legally is. I feel like too many people are easily and quickly trying to jump to a specific scripture or a specific moment and say, oh, well, this is why it's okay and we should all do it and you should do it and these are the benefits. Whereas it's like, okay, did you read more into that? Did you really read your Bible you know, beginning yeah. to end to justify what you're saying and be able to stand wholeheartedly in that. Um, Neil, you've been quiet, man. What what do you got going on over there? I, you know, it's just, I've been drawn back to that thought that you, Jordan, brought up about Tim Keller saying, you know, once you have it versus one that's it have you. Yeah. And I think about <clears throat> years ago, I, I heard about you know, this idea or the definition of perversion. Perversion is just the twisted form of something that is good. Lust is the perverted form of love. Greed is, is the perverted form of generosity. So anything that's good can be taken and perverted. Um, so alcohol is, you know, uh, can be perverted into drunkenness. And so, where is, you know, so once again, the question is, where is that line? Where, where can you... Where do you take marijuana and pervert it for unhealthy uh, purposes? Um, so I, I think about that, and then I, I referenced last week or in the last podcast about the miracle where Jesus turns water into wine, and I just think about how it's a beautiful idea that, you know, I think the... Um, the, the MC or the, the host of the wedding said something to the effect that, you know, we usually give the best out first and yeah. then give the 
you know, the, the stuff that doesn't taste as good. Yeah. Last, but you saved the best for last. Yeah. But I also think about man, um, what man has to offer is good, but man, what God has mm. to offer is so much better. Mm. It's the best. It's good, man. And that, yeah. That, and that's what, one of the things I said to you guys before we started is while I, you know, as I said, I'm not going to, you know, encourage our people or endorse that our people, you know, partake of marijuana recreationally. I don't think it's wise. I don't think it's beneficial. And, and I, I actually would lean toward, I think we're in the, the same category there. If you're just looking for that euphoria and that high. Again, the medicinal, you know, I, I shared a story. I, I actually heard from somebody that one of our members or a tender, I don't know if they were members, but was a regular user uh, bef- back before it was was legal, uh, but but I, after talking to him, I found out it was it was for medicinal use. He had he had Tourette's, his mild form of Tourette's, and marijuana actually <coughs> helps like, control that. Yeah, helps okay. control that. So I was like, oh, that's a different conversation, you know? Like, okay, I think that was redeemed in that moment. Like, yeah. I think it makes him, in that sense, it actually does make him a better father, husband. Yeah, you're right. Uh, if you're doing it recreationally, like, I think that's debatable, right? Like whether that, that makes exactly. you a better father and husband and those, and those, those things. But, but what you said in that is, 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 is rich and that God is, is, is better for how you phrase that. But that, that that's why, well, I, well, I would lean there that, no, I'm not going to endorse that, that even if you want to make the argument that it's permissible and I, and I would disagree with you, but, but not, you know, in, in a way that we have to divide on that. However, even if you want to make that argument, is it wise? Is it is it you know is it beneficial? Is what Paul would say. Even though it's permissible, is it beneficial? And 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 the reason that okay, so I'm going to lean there. But am I freaked out by this? No. Right by our state legalizing it, by our country rapidly moving in that direction. Am I alarm sounding the alarms of doomsday? No, I'm just not that concerned about it. And that's why, because I believe that God's better. Right, mm-hmm. I believe the Holy Spirit wins out. Amen. Right, that Amen. that the legalization of marijuana is not going to overturn the, the influence and the growth of the church at large. Right? Is it going to be a stumbling block for some people? Are we going to have to be concerned? You know, and have some conversations. Sure, but that's true of you know prescription drugs. Right? Yes. I, I, maybe earlier when I was, was speaking of painkillers, maybe it sounded like I was wholesale condemning them, and I wasn't. I'm just saying the dangers and the risk and the abuse of those things are are. are the risk is really high and the impact is really high. Um, and so while I think there is a redeemable use in the medicinal world for marijuana, even if that's true of that guy, even, you know, that guy and others that I was talking about, I'm still going to want to check in with them. Like, Hey, is, is it, is it just for that? Are, are you, are you still in control? Are you, you know, is, is, has it taken control of you versus you having control over it? And if so, you've crossed into a place where, you know, it's no longer okay for you. And so, but but overall, I, I'm not I'm not freaking out. I'm not saying, oh, this is the end of the world, and because I believe the spirit, the gospel has ultimate power, and the spirit has ultimate influence, and that that overall, that's where I'm going to lean, and that's what I'm going to want our people to major on. So I think these are important conversations. I think you know, hopefully, this has been helpful for our people to to think through some things. But um, but ultimately, you know, I'm I'm placing all I'm going all in on the gospel. Right, and that doesn't mean we don't have discussions and conversations about how things of the culture impact. But, but I'm not going to concede power and think that that just because marijuana has been legalized that the church is doomed or that society is doomed. I just don't. I don't believe that's true. I think there's impacts and there's there's plenty of conversations to be had about those. But but overall, 
I'm still really hopeful and, and, and believing that, that again, there actually might be a redeemable purpose that curbs some of the super negative impacts of, of other ways. And I think we're just going to have to be able, what I do appreciate is we're able to have some nuanced conversation about this. What, yeah. what I do bemoan about our society is that we become this polarized hyper one, one direction or the other, and we can't have any nuanced conversation. And I, and I think hopefully we've tried to model that. And that's what, that's kind of one of our goals in this, this podcast in general, right? Yeah. Is, is to mm-hmm. be able to, is to model that for, for people. And, and that's, that's something I, I look forward to and, and hope that the people benefit from. So awesome good stuff, guys. Awesome. So in other words, I mean, I think we're all, all in agreement. If you want to get high, get high in your, in your faith and your salvation. Like there's, there's no other high, right? That's right. All right. That's, that's all I've yeah. got. Yeah. I mean, you guys, anything else for your listeners? You sound very Jesus people ish. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So turn, uh, turn on your Spotify, turn on some Larry Norman, and just uh, turn on some Jesus music. Read Ephesians. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thanks, guys. Well, thank you guys for listening. If you have any questions, we'd love to hear your thoughts. Send us an email to info at fermentedfaith.com. And uh, until next time. Have a great one.